0: Rants,
1: life, and motherhood uncensored. Welcome
0: back to Mama Rants with Elle and Allie. Hey, Allie, how you doing? I am doing. How are you? Um, I'm emotionally ravaged this week. <laughs> <laughs> um just just a little bit run down and a little bit of a emotional mess. I might be getting my period next week. I'm not sure.
1: Oh, I'm getting over mine right now. So I feel you. Uh, The joys. The joys. Uh,
0: So do you have a mom win or fail this
1: week? I actually do have a good one that might actually be uh, beneficial for those who have children who might get a little crazy on sugar. Um, So I discovered Mm -hmm. um, that you can substitute... um, ice cream, quote unquote, with like whipped cream and a cone. So my husband is actually like Mm. a extreme ice cream lover and when i say like extreme like every single night like he could literally eat it for breakfast lunch and dinner like crazy so therefore my child is now (laughs) exposed to all this fucking ice cream and so i'm like i gotta make her think like she is you know eating ice cream too without like the repercussions of the ice or the sugar before bed all that sugar um which i mean you know we'll share with her occasionally but like as much as he eats it and then she sees it i'm like i gotta come up with something so So yeah, we just put some whipped cream in a cone and she says, ice cream cone, ice cream cone. And now she like, for like the first time she (laughs) in the car, like we were going somewhere, but she in the backseat said, I want ice cream cone. And (laughs) ever since then, I don't, we had never heard her like say like a sentence like that. This is awesome. Yeah. So that was a pretty, pretty big deal, but. That is a hell of a win. So do you have a mom win or fail or maybe both this week?
0: My mom win this week is that I bought those wooden eggs from the target dollar shop because my husband was so upset with like me teaching B-Man how to really crack eggs. Cause he thought he'd get salmonella. So <laughs> I brought home these wooden eggs and B-Man actually used them properly. Uh, he was in his learning tower. I have set him in front of him. He, like, grabbed one out and pretended he was cracking it and threw it in a pot, and I was, like, the proudest thing ever. And then he, like, tries to stir it. It was so cute. That's, that's my win. Um, my fail this week... <laughs> You know, my boy is pretty adventurous and I was trying to play with him and get him all ramped up and riled and like tickle him and kiss him and get him going. And um, I blew a raspberry on the back of his neck and he headbutted me in the face uh. with the back of his head <laughs> and oh. I got a nice fat lip because of it. So that was um, that was pretty, pretty fantastic. And yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Anything exciting or new or maybe not new and not exciting happened this week. You know
0: how they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different mm-hmm. result. <laughs> mm-hmm. I might be insane because <laughs> so yesterday B man did real good and ate his eggs really well. And Today, I thought, let's make a really good brunch for him and my mom. And he didn't touch barely any of it. It's all things Um, that he likes, or at least that he'd liked at one other point in time. And now he doesn't want to eat it. And I swear, you know, I had done this. I literally did the same thing last week, which was stupid because he didn't eat it then. So what made me think this week would be any different. (laughs) Right. But I mean, what are you gonna do? I just, I feel like some days he's a fantastic eater. And then the next day, all that I can get him to eat is like, puffs, a pouch, milk and water. And I'm going crazy. I mean, does your kid ever go through this picky eating thing?
1: Yeah, I, you know, we do have like our good days. And then we have our bad days. And you know, like I call like her safe foods. And then like when her safe foods don't even aren't even like the go to or they're not even working. Then I'm like, there's got to be something else. So I'm like, I can always normally get her to eat yogurt and fruit. And you know, the puffs and like her like snacks, snacks, just walk around and say knack, 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 knack. If I can't get her to eat like those things, then I'm like, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck. But I mean, she definitely has waves where she'll be more, more adventurous. And then some not, and I mean, it's rough, but, um, you know, sometimes she just survives off of the boob and some puffs, but.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh my gosh. And it's like, it, I don't know. Um, so this week we've are doing the teenage episode and man, when I think back about how I was, when I was a teenager, you know, I know my parents had their hands full. I mean, I was, I was, I thought I was a good teenager. I mean, I was in sports. I did good in school. Um, but I had a, a big social life going on and I definitely didn't act as respectful as I should have to my parents. So uh
1: (laughs) So you gave them a run for their money.
0: Yes, me and my mom especially went through a tumultuous period where I was a little brat and, you know, she was trying to get through to me. And for whatever reason, my dad could always get through to me easier. I don't know if it's just because he was a man of few words
1: (laughs) or what, but um, how were you as a teenager? Um, I would say I... I wouldn't say I was the best in school. I mean, I passed, I never failed a class, but I would just like get by to get by. Um, and if I learned something out of it, cool. (laughs) But I was, I was a cheerleader, but I was not the cheerleader that, you know, went out to the parties. I was not the cheerleader that would go out to hear their, this person's house. I was the one that was like, you know, the game ended and I'm, I'm going home, you know, peace the hell out. I was not, I was not the, the wild sneaking out teenager. My mom would often come in my room and be like, you know, like, isn't there a party you're supposed to be at? And I'm like, no, the fuck there's not. Like, I would much rather be home and in my bed rather than going who knows where, doing who knows what. And, um, you know so i was probably the opposite but i mean i i loved it and i just had a great relationship with my mom and you know if we were doing something if i want to do something it would be with her um or you know my husband what well, what well, was my boyfriend at the time you know we would go do things or he'd often come with us and do things so that was that was my that was my fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, as, as much as I was a handful, we did do a lot of family things, yeah. um, which I, I did enjoy. And I'm, I'm glad me and my mom have made it out that other side of this. But yes. I often think, you know, I'm a good 10 years older than you. And when I'm thinking about my childhood, I don't have to worry about what these kids need to worry about now. I don't have to worry about social media. My parents were older when they had me. I have two older siblings, so I was out playing from dusk till dawn, you know, told to come in when the street lights came on. Their yep. you know, um home base was great, but we were always, you know, free range out with our friends and You know, then once I got into high school, it was, you know, um, sports and for me, parties and social life. And they're taking me everywhere because I played every sport imaginable and, you know, also try to make time with my family. We used to do movie nights and game nights and stuff like that. But I just think how different it is for teenagers nowadays. And it must have actually been different for you too, because the internet, like AOL chat was just starting when I was, um, a young teen. So you actually almost grew up a little bit, not nearly as much as they get today. But, um, I just wonder like, man, everything's changed so much. How's it going to be when my kid becomes a teenager?
1: Yeah, it's definitely I feel maybe going to be a little scary and you know you think that you could you know think that you could prepare based off of how you know it was for you but like you said it's so different and it's like almost impossible you know the all these factors that are in you know today um today's teenagers are not going to be factors later on or maybe they are but totally elevated or even worse and you know it's scary to think about but I mean it's just you know the world we live in right now and you know, it's important to adapt and evolve.
0: Yeah, it it really is. Um, I often think, and I, you know, B man's growing up so quick already that it, it Mm -hmm. kills me just how quick it's going. And I, it's only (laughs) barely over a year, but it's (laughs) like the month is gone and I can't believe it. And how is this him already and i i swear i blink and i'm looking at his legs become so long now and i'm like why is this a thing and i just yeah. keep thinking about man am i going to say the right things am i am i going to be able to break through to them i you know i i looked at other people's relationships and how close they were with their parents and i was close with my parents but just to a different degree cuz my parents were older and now i'm older and i think to myself man is he going to be able to relate to me you know what am i going to be able to do that affects him in a positive light i don't know if those things go through your head too
1: um they do and um i think it's just more so like i don't know i just watching my mom or tell, having my mom tell me about her childhood versus how mine is and that even my sisters and we're only a 7 year gap but her her childhood was much different than mine, even just like how like social media and shit. And I just, you know, like you said, it's just, you know, I, is, is my knowledge now going to be enough later? Or am I going to be able to, you know, be the parent later on? Or am I going to be stuck in, you know, like the whole older generation is so stuck in how things used to be. Like, I don't want to be like that. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We probably are. (laughs)
0: We're going to try. We're, are you kidding me? We're going to either be those parents that are like that, or we're going to be the parents that are trying to be cool and try, trying to be hip. And, Allie, you had a, a great idea this week to kind of bring two younger t- female teenagers on and kind of pick their brains about this topic. And, you know, it was really great that they could join us today. And today we are joined by.
2: I'm Addie
3: and I'm Bubble. I get called Bubble because my niece Tutti, she calls me Bubble, and a lot of others do because she does.
0: So really, my biggest question, and I think parents in general, would like to know, what are some things that you really take away from your parents? What are some things that your parents do that have really positive, profound impacts on you?
3: Um, I like it when they help me with my homework or like they just ask are you okay or like do you need help with your homework before they leave or whatever because my mom works the cheer gym because we do cheerleading and before she leaves she asks do you need help with your homework or is there anything you need before we go and then I always say no because I'm pretty much never have homework. <laughs> <laughs> All right
0: Addie how about you?
2: I grew with Bubbles in that I like when they show they care by asking us if we're okay or what's wrong when, like, we don't look okay. But most of the time we are okay, but still. um, But mostly, like, when I'm not feeling okay, they give me hugs, which doesn't sound very um fun. But I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a touchy person. So I like when, like, they give me hugs. It makes me feel better. Right.
1: Just checking in and just making sure you're okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's great to hear. There's nothing wrong with that. A lot of parents lead by example. What type of example do your parents give to you that you feel has helped positively influence who you are?
2: Hardworking. Just because like my father is literally everywhere, but he's always like working hard. Like I'm a huge procrastinator and I know so is he, but he still works hard to get what he needs. And my mom is stays at home and helps with their homework and does the laundry and Basically helps with all our personal needs, why my father's making the money. <laughs> but they're hardworking people, and I appreciate it, and I want to be like that.
0: Yes, that both great. of them work extremely hard in their own yes. different ways. Yes. So, Bubbles, what do you think has had a positive impact on you that you see your parents do, uh, you know, on a daily or weekly basis?
3: Um, My mom, she's really selfless because... <laughs> Um, when we go to school, she like drives us at like really early in the morning and she has to wake up at like six in the morning just so she can drive us to school instead of making us take the bus or or she makes us our own lunches just so we don't have to eat the old school lunch and she like goes back and forth all day just to pick us up from school um take us to cheer, go home, and finish our homework and yeah.
0: What about your dad?
3: Um, my dad's selfless too. Also because he like moves his schedule around with so he can make meetings with other people that fits their time like span in the day. And he usually like stays home on weekends and takes phone calls even though he's not supposed to be working on weekends, just so he can like get back to people and help them.
2: Like when he goes to like our cheer competitions or when my mom have something that comes up and had they had no idea about like this past weekend, like he's willing to move around his stuff or bring his computer with him or like anything just to be there for me and my sister. When like something goes wrong or there's other stuff that we didn't know about or cheer competitions on the weekend when he has something else planned, but he still wants to be there for us. He moves around his schedule. So like he can accommodate for us too.
1: Right. Which is really sweet. Yeah. Elle has experience, you know, juggling, family life with, you know, work life, and that is, you know, hard in itself. So, you know, I don't, I don't have that experience. But just watching, just watching your dad and Elle do those things is, you know, is truly, you know, a superhuman in itself. So very impressive.
0: <laughs> well, you know how it is, Allie. I mean, you, you do it in other ways whatever the kid needs, I mean, you find a way where there's a will, you find a way. Um, And it, it sounds like um, for you girls, the biggest impact is that your parents really take time for you. And that's what means the most to you both is what it's kind of sounding like is that they make time.
2: Yeah, they're there for that. They're there for us, no matter like what else is going on.
0: We know that teens start to, Shut down or kind of withdraw in themselves. I know that as teenagers, you end up having more of a life of your own. And I'm wondering, you know, what happens that makes you shut down or withdraw into yourself?
3: Um, when my mom and my sister get into disagreements, it kind of gets a little overwhelming.
0: That's completely understandable. Uh, do you also see them make up?
3: Yeah, sometimes like sometimes somebody gets a little bit mad over something and then somebody just walks away and then you wait a while until they have to talk to each other. And then I guess somebody says sorry sometimes
1: like yeah. after they cool down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, sometimes we all need to walk away to cool down. And um, how does that make you feel when you see them make up
3: Um, a little bit better? Because then we can actually like do stuff together and then nobody's going to get mad at each other because of
2: what happened before
0: okay what about you addy
2: i also understand where she's coming from also because when you hear somebody getting an argument you know it's not something good like it it doesn't have to do with like something positive it's something negative and disagreement so when i'm trying to worry about like something like a completely other subject and then there's another subject that i'm also having to worry about but then they i don't know how to explain this When I am worrying about, for example, schoolwork, but then Mm there's something going on in your life that my mom is starting to worry about and tell me about and help me about, but I'm also trying to worry about something else. So then I just start stacking like building blocks until all of a sudden I get too overwhelmed with everything and it just falls like a tower. Do you understand what I mean?
1: I do. I mean, I feel like that happens just like my day to day life now. You know, like there's things that happened in my life. And I, as you said, like the building blocks just keep building. And it's just like, you get to the point of like, your breaking point, like I'm about to fall over with the amount of overwhelmed feelings that I have.
2: And it's when like, they add on to it, like, they're trying to help, but it's a completely other situation I'm worrying about in the moment. So when I'm worrying about cheerleading, and they start talking about schoolwork, then I'm like, Oh, my goodness, I have all this other stuff to worry about. But I'm worried about this right now. And it's, it's when like this voice in my ear keeps telling me about this thing, but then my brain is over here and I don't want to deal with the other thing.
0: Yes. And I feel like this is a common time period where teens start to have to navigate anxious moments and anxiety in general. And it's definitely a learning experience.
2: But they always help too. Like I always get my, like, they always, like my mom and my dad, always ask me if I'm okay or if I'm feeling anxious or what's going on and like if I am they give me a hug like there's always like a resolution it's not just them piling onto my anxiety it's they're adding but they don't know but then they feel what I'm feeling too like they understand what's
1: going on and it's great that you have you know parents who recognize that and you know, think about how you're feeling and, and, you know, make sure that again, you know, they're there for you. And that's super important because, you know, a lot of kids don't have that. So you're really lucky.
0: Yeah. And making sure that you have the tools to cope with that anxiety. What are some things that you really enjoy with your parents and want to do more? I know that, you know, especially I keep going back to this, but in the teen years, you see a lot of teenagers not want to hang out with their parents anymore. And I think it's important for the listeners to kind of hear what you guys still really enjoy doing with your parents and uh, what you'd like to see more of. I really
3: like when they like take us to go places like Disney or like a carnival or something, then we can like all hang out together and we can all experience fun stuff while bonding.
0: And, Addie, what are some things that you really enjoy doing with your parents and that make you want to hang out with them more and experience more with them?
2: I'm a huge family person. And whenever I get to spend time with all of them, like if it's playing a board game together or going to visit my family in a different state and getting to play board games together at night or getting to play a video game together or doing anything as a family. It doesn't mean going places, but just doing, thing as a, doing things as a family is like, it just, I like that kind of stuff. Cause yeah.
0: Now I do have a question for you. Um, I know you guys both mentioned how you love spending time together as a family. Is it important to you that you spend time with your parents one-on-one or is it just as good to spend time all together as a family?
3: I think it's better to spend time with your whole entire family because if you just do one-on-one, then you're more getting to know one parent than the other. But if you do it all together, you can all get to know each other
2: better and all bond together more. I agree with her. I like spending more time with like my whole family because, I don't know, it's again, I agree with her. It's weird when you have one like separate relationship with one parent than the other. And instead, I have like a good group bonding relationship where everybody has a relationship with each other. That's equally as important.
1: So a solid, um, you know, family unit is really important to you guys. Yeah.
0: All right. I appreciate your guys honesty and openness and answers. And the next question is gonna kind of be a loaded one. This isn't about your parents. So this is about the impacts of social media. You two have grown up in a world that I did not grow up in. When I grew up, I didn't have computers until I was about your age and they hadn't quite taken off. And you guys do use certain social medias and other ones you don't. Um, And I'd like to know, how do you think social media is impacting you?
2: This is going to be a huge hot take like most people won't agree with me about it but social media brings my anxiety and self-esteem like my anxiety up and my self-esteem low like like I don't I want to watch TikTok and I want to watch YouTube and I want to look at Instagram all day long but personally like I've noticed like it's affected me so there was like a time where like a good, like three months where I was like most anxious in my life. And I'm like, I gotta let TikTok go. Like I literally deleted it off my phone. I was so done. And honestly, it helped me so much. But, but then Addie wanted to go back on TikTok and watch all her TikToks. And honestly, I've noticed how TikTok has affected me. So then I don't let it affect me as much as it did before. So as long as I'm like noticing when I'm like, oh my goodness, this is, going to happen to me or I'm getting anxious about this, but then I realize, oh, it's because of what I watched. That's when I take a step back and realize, okay, don't let this affect you and keep going. Instead of just completely being like, oh my God, this is a horrible app and I'm just going to delete it.
0: What are the things that trigger you that really trigger your anxiety or make you feel self-conscious? What are the types of things that you're seeing?
2: I hate anything with like death or getting hurt or anything that could possibly harm me. So anytime I see somebody in the hospital for cancer or in the hospital for this kind of organ failure or something like that, I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm going to have a brain tumor and an aneurysm. It's just like it affects me. And and then, yeah.
0: (laughs) What do you do to help you cope with that anxiety? How do you help mitigate it?
2: This is going to sound stupid, but take a break and watch Bluey. That's Bluey is my comfort show. Literally my favorite show. If something has.
0: That's B-Man's comfort show too. If
2: something has gone off in my brain and I can't let it go, Bluey is here to help save the day. Like if Bluey was a superhero, she would be my favorite.
0: Bubbles, do you think that social media impacts you either positively or negatively? No. What do you normally What do you normally like to look at on social media?
3: Um, baking.
0: Do you learn a lot from it, or do you just like watching it for entertainment? Yeah,
3: I, I learn a lot from it because, like, for the Super Bowl, we made cake pops, and I want to do this like marble design, but and I saw on TikTok like how to do it, and it gave me like the stuff to use. But I, mean, I don't know what happened. I still didn't do it right. I wanted to do a marble thing, but it kind of looked like all over the place and I burnt my chocolate and I didn't have enough to do the other one. So it was just, it tasted good, but didn't look very
2: great.
0: All that matters is it tastes good. That is all that matters.
2: (laughs) I want to add to what um, Bubbles is saying. She basically, the internet can provide you with great, great qualities, like when she's baking and something goes wrong. Oh, Google, how does this happen or why does this happen or like I'm trying to plan for like something I want to do for my birthday so that I'm like TikTok, what's a cute thing to do for a birthday, you know? It, you can there's a lot of like impactful like good things, but then there's some negative things. So you just you got to balance it out, you know?
1: And the negative can definitely um you know be consuming even as an adult and I remember your mom calling me about you, Addy, and just saying how... (laughs) I'm going to get emotional, but I remember her telling me how your anxiety was pretty heightened. and as an adult, I can really, um, I can, I really feel for you as a teenager feeling the way that I feel as an adult now, and I could not imagine being a teenager with the feelings that I have now, and... Having having those things, like I see it on TikTok and the triggering things and, you know, I see a bunch of Sid stuff, you know, sudden infant death syndrome. I see a lot of, you know, positional asphyxiation stuff and, you know, it's so consuming and and, you know, hearing it from you and seeing like, oh, it's really adding to your anxiety just makes me realize like it's more than likely the reason why I am you know, in the in the hole that I have been in. So I think it's great that you're sharing that. And I think that, you know, I can take something away from it. Very too. brave.
2: It's nice also having a family member that understands exactly what you're feeling too, because you have like minds that can yeah. really feed off of each other and help each other. Because if you were talking to someone that has no idea what you're going through, they'll just sit there and say, I'm sorry, instead of really like going deep and picking each other's brains because you understand what each other are going through it so it's nice having a family member that you can really like know and talk about because you understand each other and I'm, I'm happy to be there
1: for you I'm happy to share my anxious <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you don't really um know people would bond
2: over but it's great honestly yeah. when you're
1: really anxious about something I'm happy I can be there for you how
0: much time would you guys guess that you spend on social media in a given day? And I don't mean a weekend. I mean, a day when you're at school and cheer ballpark. How much time you spend on social media?
2: Um, probably close, like because I'm like very busy in my day, Um, maybe like two hours because I know when like two, maybe three, because I know like maybe a year ago, a couple months ago we had like a time limit on when we were watching TikTok and it was only two hours. But I just remember during the weekdays, I would never go over that. So if I'm thinking about then and like my schedule now, probably close to like two or three hours just because I'm busy. What
0: about you, Bubbles?
2: Um, Probably
3: like four hours on cheer days and school days because there's Usually about two hours before I cheer and then I have it like a little bit before I have to go to bed for school the next day. Or...
0: Do you guys enjoy the time that you spend on social media or do you wish you spent more time doing something together as a family?
2: Kind of depends when I'm getting out of it. So if I'm feeling anxious again, like if I'm like feeling anxious about schoolwork or things outside of, like, my own little bubble. Like, I know social media can just, like, for maybe, like, five minutes can just help my brain just, like, shut off, like, the stuff I'm dealing mm-hmm. with for just just five minutes and then go back to what I was doing just to give myself a break. Or, like, it's not just going to my phone and TikTok. Like, I could go outside. I could go spend time with family. But I know, like, it's, like sometimes it's just nice to just shut off and just mindlessly watch tiktok
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. and what about you bubbles
2: um i agree with Addie
3: on what she said about getting away for at least like five minutes but also it kind of depends where i am say we're at somewhere fun or like doing something fun then i'll put my phone down and i won't use it but if we're just at home and my mom wants it to be a lazy day because she's been everywhere all all day I'll just be like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I kind of have nothing else to do, so I guess I'll just sit on my phone and maybe talk to my friends for a while to give me something to do.
2: Me and Bubbles, I, we don't want to be hypocrites. I can't speak for her, but I don't want to be a hypocrite. I can spend way too much time on my phone myself.
0: Everyone can. And
2: instead of spending time with my family when I have the time to do stuff and being productive. We're like, I can take that five minutes and it can turn into twenty minutes, then thirty minutes, then an hour, and all of a sudden, I just wasted all my time that I could have spent doing homework or spending time with my family or getting some fresh air. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's even with having a new child at home. I noticed that a lot of times, I personally, you know, check out and I'm I'm exhausted from working and then coming home, and all that I want to do is spend that time with my child and have it really be, you know, one on one, but I'm just so exhausted from the day. And then I end up completely, you know, zoning out on social media too. And then I'm having to set my phone aside and, you know, really try to focus on what I'm doing. So my next question for you two is, you know, is there anything that you want the world to know about where you are in life now? And that's okay if it's a no but is there anything on behalf of teenagers everywhere that you want parents to kind of keep in mind and bear with?
2: We all went through being a teenager, but at different time periods. We grew up with social media. Some people grew up with a ball and a tennis racket, and some people grew up Farming the crops for their family. (laughs) We all were teenagers experiencing the same things at different times, which impact us differently. Social media impacted us. You guys, when you guys were younger, you guys could go out and play with no problem. Like there was different things we could cope with and different things that caused things to happen. So, yeah, we all went through it, but it wasn't the exact same. So you never really understand what's going on.
0: That's that's an excellent point. An excellent point is that although we've all felt the same types of emotions, it is a different world that you two are growing up in. Uh, anything you'd like to add, Bubbles?
3: Um, Probably that like anxiety, ADHD, ADD, all of that is real. And it's not something that You just say you have, and then your parents are just like, you probably don't have it. It's whatever. And then they, like, force you to go do stuff because that's what they did as a kid. And they're like, oh, well, I did this as a kid, so it could probably benefit you or whatever. But they don't think about the little things that actually they're feeling because, again, like Addie said, it's different times.
0: If and when you guys choose to become parents one day, what are some of the things that you hope to pass down to your children that your parents have either done for you or impressed upon you or taught you? What is kind of the legacy that you've seen your parents give to you that you also want to be able to give to your children?
2: We're a religious family and like I'm a religious person and I like how I grew up on that kind of like base ground. Cause it kind of like builds up for like where we're going in the future and like how they like teach us and parent us, you know? And I, I like that, like that basis. And I want to set that same platform for my children.
3: Um, like when my mom tells me to like do something or like put, go put your clothes away, they're on the table. Or could you like, Do the dishes for me real quick there's only a few or something if I forget to do it or I just like wait because I'm doing something else she'll like get on me to get on it just so I procrastinate I don't procrastinate it till like years later or something so I like how she does that so then so then like I don't or when I have to clean my room because I want friend to come over she's like oh clean your room so your room doesn't look like the woodlands or whatever
0: um so you like how she keeps you on track yeah so i know you guys really were excited to kind of share your perspective on this podcast but you also wanted to talk about all the horror stories that you hear about pregnancy and uh you kind of had some questions and stuff like that so First, you know how about you share with us what you've heard about pregnancy and birth?
3: Well somebody told me that when I breastfeed, my kid is gonna suck all the milk out of my tatas so my tatas are gonna shrink and then I'm not gonna be big Tatad. so <laughs> and and usually old people they're supposed to shrink. I would be only like what 20 something or 30 something. I'm not old enough to be shrinking.
0: Okay, I I just want you to know that your feelings are valid. Um, But that's not exactly the way it works. Um, Just so you know, you have a predisposed amount of breast tissue that is also affected by, you know, your weight gain or your weight loss. But when you actually breastfeed, your ducks produce milk, which does make them get larger first. And when you are done breastfeeding, they go back to the size that they were. I just so you know,
2: I heard that when you breastfeed, that you'll essentially get skinnier because they're taking the nutrients out of you.
0: Yeah, that that didn't happen in my case. <laughs> um, I I have heard that <laughs> breastfeeding burns a ton of calories and that it's supposed to help you get back to your pre weight. Um, I have not seen it yet with myself <laughs> because I am also starving all the time because I'm breastfeeding, I'm always hungry and I'm always thirsty, but, um, you know, I, maybe someday that'll work out for me. That's a
2: great thing for me because um, if I start eating a lot, because I love eating, um, having my child just suck all the food I just ate out of me will be great. Cause I can just take it in and bring it back out, take it in and bring it back out. You know, don't have to worry.
0: So both of these were, both of these were, comments about breastfeeding. You don't have to breastfeed. You can bottle feed your child if this is one of your concerns. (laughs) So I know you two um, have come to us saying that you have some questions or heard some horror stories about pregnancy and birth. So we're going to give you this time now to kind of ask us away any questions that you have.
3: Oh, I don't really have a question, but I do have a story that would need an explanation. So when my mom was giving birth, I don't know if I was really big or whatever, but I don't even know how much I weighed. But apparently I came out and I was purple. I don't know why I looked purple. My grandma asked if I was breathing. I definitely was breathing. My grandma was like about to faint, but I don't know. Um, But yeah,
1: why was I purple? I'm going to go with that you were your mom's third baby, her body knew what it was doing and you came out very fast.
0: And so you probably had some bruising on you because you came pretty quickly through the birth canal.
1: Um, C-section sounds scary to
2: me. Do you feel anything because I know they cut a huge C in your stomach, push the baby. There out. is there is no C. Like, a cut a c even, even, what do you mean that's why they're called c-sections because you like they cut like a c shape and i stomach. promise you
1: they <laughs> do not do that yeah.
2: And, and... oh yeah also emergency c-sections no. because like you're not you're not like expecting it they're just like oh my goodness the umbilical cord is about to choke your baby out so let's I... just go cut your stomach open and
0: let's uh first address c-sections c-sections Do not cut your stomach like a C. You can see mine or Allie's stomach, and it is an incision about six inches long, and you don't feel anything. They give you a pain blocker, so you might feel some pressure or, like, movement, but you do not feel a thing happening. It goes very quick, and then they suture you up, and you don't feel that either. You don't feel anything in a C-section. Even an emergency C-section, the only thing you'll be feeling is the labor pains, but the actual procedure itself you do not feel.
1: And C stands for cesarean. C does not mean the type of (laughs) Well, I heard that from Coach. Oh, wow. (laughs) I'm sorry. Is this a male (laughs) or a female?
2: Male. Okay. Somebody somebody told me I was never going to make it through um, birth. I would cry my whole way through it, and my mother was a lot better than I would probably be. But I think it was a joke.
0: Wow. I didn't take it too personally. Well, nobody should actually tell you that. And um, just because your mother was a trooper and a champ and kicked butt does not mean that you won't kick butt just because you're fairly emotional. And they do make pain meds for birth. And you do have a choice to either use those pain meds or not. And there is no shame in choosing to use pain medication or trying to go without.
2: I also heard epidurals were um, eight feet long. No, not eight feet, eight inches long.
0: Okay, it is a long needle that goes into your spine, but you do not see it.
2: Oh. You do not see it at all. But you feel it? It could puncture me all the way through. It's eight inches. I'm that wide. I'm about
0: this I wide. don't know how long an actual needle is for an epidural but i can assure you that someone medically trained and that's literally all they do is going to be the one that handles that and they do it all the time and you should not worry about having your body punctured all the way through <laughs> well i want to thank you too for coming on our show and for giving us a teen's perspective to parenting And I really hope you guys enjoyed it. We enjoyed having you.
1: Absolutely. I definitely think this is going to be a fun one for, you know, especially you guys to listen back. And
2: I hope you all enjoy it as well. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Definitely fun.
0: And that is Mama Rants. Bye.